Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. When you pine for the sunshine of a friendly game for the holidays, you can't beat home sweet home. That's right, you can't beat home sweet home. Hi everybody, another Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer, a great show for you tonight, a craft beer cast that's going to be joining me this hour, and the usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Al Gatulo. Instagram at Gatulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com, and don't forget iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows on those two platforms, we're Alexa ready as well, just say to your Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear, or your Alexa enabled device, and say Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970, the answer, and bingo, there you go, you get to listen to the show. So coming up in about 20 minutes, Eric Abakli, the brewmaster from Six Point, will join me. Now, they just merged with Victory Beer and Southern Tier in their new venture called Artisanal Brewing Ventures. We're going to chat with Eric about that and so much more. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, we've had Eric on the program. In fact, we had Eric on the program, I think it was late in the summertime, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, no indication that any of this stuff was going on, and... It's it's a really cool story. We had Bill Kovalevsky on um, two weeks ago, and uh, he, you know he explained you know what had happened and why uh, they decided to um, you know to uh, you know talk to Six Point and, and merge with them. But it's just a remarkable story, and I think a trend of what we are seeing with some breweries. We're seeing that the market um, may or may not be coming stagnant. I know that you know breweries are opening all the time, but it seems like. We, I, I, in my opinion, I think we've kind of hit a plateau a little bit, and I think we're going to start to see some attrition. We're seeing it now um, where we are seeing some breweries going out of business, but we're also seeing breweries merge to work together to move on to the next level. Um, I don't think that breweries can sustain. I don't. Let, let me put it to you this way. My prediction is we're getting close to the end of 2018. I don't think next year we're going to break uh, the 7,500 brewery plateau. I don't think we're going to grow that big. Will we get close to 7,000 breweries? Maybe. Uh, I think we're going to, I think it's going to be under that. Um, I just think that the market, while in certain areas of the country can sustain itself, I just don't think it's going to be this growth, 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 growth. And I think you're starting to see some breweries pull back a little bit and say, you know what, maybe it's not such a good idea to do this, that, and the other thing, and kind of, you know, let's hold back and let's see what the market uh, holds out. And also, you're seeing a lot of companies diversifying themselves in different in, in different beers to kind of appeal to a wider audience. We're seeing the resurgence of the lager and the pilsner because they're trying to get to that mainstream person who's drinking the Bud and the Bud Lights and the Coors Lights and trying to get them in uh, to their brewery. So we'll see what happens. Let's get into some news and notes. Funky Buddha's got some cool stuff uh, going on. Uh, their Neapolitan release is scheduled for next week, December 21st. Uh, the bourbon barrel-aged imperial porter blended with uh, vanillas, strawberry, and chocolate. Uh, the result, rich and creamy with a pleasant boozy finish. Uh, bourbon barrel-aged Neapolitan set to be released exclusively in the tap room on December 21st. Starting at 11.30 in the morning, 22-ounce bottles will be on sale uh, for $20 with limits of four per person. And the release is going to be in, uh, held in conjunction with their ugly sweater party. So if you're in uh, the uh, Funky Buddha area uh, of Florida, you might want to get in there and check that out. And also, of course, tickets are on sale for their Maple Bacon Coffee Porterfest, uh, which takes place January 12th in 2019. It's from 1 to 5 p.m. There's a VIP session uh, that starts at noon and gets you through till 5 o'clock. 
Uh, it is in the Funky Buddha Brewery backlot. Unlimited beer sampling from Funky Buddha. Uh, and 50 local and regional breweries guaranteed access to purchase bottles of maple bacon coffee porter. They're going to have a craft food counter, uh, South Florida's best food trucks, and a live DJ set as well. Uh, they're talking over 100 beers to taste from Florida and beyond. Unlimited samples, again, of rare funky Buddha beers, along with limited offerings from over 50 guest breweries across the country. Uh, and again, the VIP ticket option includes early access into the festival, a fest-exclusive bottle and more. So if you're fans of Funky Buddha and you want to check that out, maybe something to do in January, but I'm sure the tickets are going to sell out uh, fairly quickly, so you want to get those tickets as soon as possible. The good friends from Founders, they announced uh, back on the 6th of December their 2019 availability calendar. Um, beginning in 2019, Founders will be adding the following solid gold package types to the lineup. Now listen to this. They are really going all in with their solid gold lager, which is, uh, by the way, a fantastic lager. I think between them and Firestone Walker, which I never, I didn't really expect Firestone Walker to make a lager, uh, but that's another really good lager. But Founders Solid Gold, another, um, if you're not looking for something that is super hoppy, because there is a little bit of hop in the lagers that they're making, but not overly hoppy, right? So they're doing Solid Gold in 19.2 ounce cans. They're going to do solid gold in 12-pack cans. That's going to replace the 15-pack cans. They're going to have cases, 24-pack cans, in national distribution, and then they're going to do solid gold 12-pack bottles. So this is interesting. Uh, You know, bottles and cans, I thought the trend was going more towards cans because they're, you know, portable and easier to to get rid of. But it seems they're going to go to 12-ounce bottles as well because some people like beer in a bottle. Uh, and lagers are good in a bottle. You don't always have to, you know, I, I don't buy into this whole thing that you have to, everything has to be in a glass. You can enjoy a beer in a bottle or a can uh, just as well as uh, enjoying it in a glass. I know to get the full experience of the flavors, they want you to pour it. But there are some, like Hetty Topper is a perfect example. Hetty Topper, they don't want you to pour in a glass. They want you to drink it out of the can because they don't want you to get rid of all the sediment at the bottom of the can. They want that in there as you're drinking it. So, again, I think it's all subjective, uh, to be honest with you. But so they're doing that with the solid gold. They are also uh, returning to the lineup Blushing Monk. Uh, this is a, a Belgian-style ale brewed with raspberries. That will kick off uh, next month in January. So they're going to have Blushing Monk, four-pack bottles. They're going to have the return of Imperial Stout, which will be in four-pack bottles, and the return of Green Zebra to the limited series as well. So this is some good stuff coming from Founders. Uh, you definitely want to check them out. Solid gold, again, it's a great lager. Uh, if you're having a Christmas or a New Year's Eve party and you're looking for a beer to kind of introduce to some of your friends that maybe aren't craft beer drinkers, or you want to serve something that is not um, with a super high ABV and you want something that's low that you can kind of you know sip on all night if you're not into the holiday punch or anything like that, this is definitely a beer to get. So uh, kudos to the folks from Founders and uh, happy to get that information out uh, to you guys. And then this was a story um, from a couple of weeks back that I didn't get a chance to mention. We had an issue with the show one week where we had college basketball and wasn't able to get this in here. But um, I talk about the San Diego beer scene all the time down in Southern California. And for my money, of all the areas in the United States that's producing beer, San Diego and Southern California are doing a bang-up job. They are doing an amazing job. And if you haven't been to the San Diego area, I encourage you to get out there. You've got to try. It's not just the big brands. It's not just the Stones and the, the, the Lost Abbeys and the Coronados uh, of the brewing world. Uh, they're, they're all good beers. I'm not saying they're not. They're all great beers. But you've got to try the stuff in the area, the local options, the guys that don't distribute nationally, the societies, Bagby beers. Uh, Modern Times, another one. Modern Times, you can find them in different places uh, across the country, but Modern Times locally is amazing. These are Alesmith, which I know produces nationally, but they're great locally as well. These are the guys you need to check out. These are the places that you need to go. But San Diego County Craft Brewers, listen to this. They produced more than 1.1 million barrels of beer in 2017. That's up around 22% from 2016 levels. Now, this was an economic impact study that was conducted by the San Diego Brewers Guild and uh, the California State University San Marcos Office of Business Research and Analysis. So the total economic impact of craft brewing uh, in San Diego, the industry in San Diego County, Increased from 870 million in 2016 to more than 1.1 billion last year in 2017. My wife and I were happily, 
happy contributors to that at the end of 2017. Um, the study also found that more than 130 San Diego-based breweries generated about $802 million in revenue last year. Uh, much of the industry's economic impact in the county derived from breweries in five cities, Carlsbad, Escondido, Oceanside, San Marcos, and Vista along Route 78 within the so-called what they call the 78 Corridor, such as Stone Brewing, the Lost Abbey Port Brewing, Belching Beaver, Rip Current, and Mason Ale Works, among several others. Um, San Diego County's craft brewing industry employed a little more than 6,000 workers in 2017, and more than 4,500 of those workers were employed directly by the county's craft beer companies last year, those workers' income totaling more than 64 million dollars. This is pretty wild. So San Diego, and as of May of 2018, the study said 148 independent craft breweries were operating in San Diego County. Uh, Again, this is why San Diego is a great place to go. And that 78 corridor, the breweries that I mentioned, amazing. And in the areas that I mentioned, Carlsbad, Escondido, Oceanside, San Marcos, Vista. Escondido, Oceanside, tremendous breweries in that area. San Marcos as well, where uh, Lost Abbey Port Brewing is. I'm telling you, this is tremendous beer. And the fact that they generated almost a, over a billion dollars in revenue last year is telling you something. These guys make great beer. Kudos to San Diego and the craft brewing industry out there. Kudos to the job that you guys are doing because you are knocking it out of the park. I encourage you to get out to San Diego. Plus, the best part, the weather is fantastic. Now, when we come back after a short break, uh, more news and notes, plus a recap of Hop Culture's event in Brooklyn last weekend that was phenomenal. Uh, Folks, we're just getting started on this program that focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt likes to see the president interact with Democrat leaders. Please don't characterize the strength that I bring to this meeting as the leader of the House Democrats who just won a big victory. Elections have consequences, Mr. President. Let me just say. And that's why the country is doing so well. That's it. It was the most transparent display of animosity I've seen in a long time. God bless them, everyone. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Joe Piscopo here to tell you there's a buzzy gift on everyone's list this year. It's something they'll use twice a day. It was featured on Oprah's O-List, and it's perfect for everyone with a mouth. This it gift is Quip, an electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums, and a built-in timer with guiding pulses to remind you when to switch sides. Quip is the gift that keeps refreshing with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars you can even gift prepaid refills for a year to make sure they're never using old worn out bristles quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just 25 dollars. and if you go to getquip.com slash piscopo you get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash piscopo Every year you're asked the same question. What do you want for Christmas? Well, AM970 The Answer wants to give you a life-changing gift. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we're paying your mortgage or rent for an entire year. To enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, go to am970theanswer.com and join our VIP club. Then go to contests and sign up. Enter once per day to better your odds of winning your miracle mortgage money. Let us make your year. Join the AM970 VIP club and enter today. Hi, can I help you? Yes, I have a snoring problem. Uh, can you describe it for me, please? Well, it's about five foot eleven with curly hair and a moustache. Oh, I see. Mute is the latest in snoring technology from Australia that may be the solution to your five foot eleven snoring problem, letting you finally get a good night's sleep. Snoring is not normal and happens when we breathe through our mouth instead of our nose. Mute is a comfortable nasal dilator that sits inside the nose and supports the airway, allowing snorers to breathe more easily through their nose and keep their mouth closed during sleep. Trials show that 75% of couples are able to enjoy a good night's sleep together when their partner uses Mute. Mute is effective, easy to use and may just be your answer to a good night's sleep. Mute is available at Walgreens and your local drugstore. Find your nearest store at MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. The Answer.
to town. And welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Follow me. Very easy on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo. You spell that G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertgnnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Eric Bockley, the uh, brewmaster from Six Point, is going to be joining me in just about 10 minutes from now. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, and I'm sure if you listen to the show, you are, Six Point was acquired. Uh, by Artisanal Brewing Ventures uh, about almost a month ago now. Artisanal Brewing Ventures, joint venture between Victory Beer and Southern Tier, and now they've brought Six Point into the fold, so it's a trifecta now instead of uh, uh, the, the the double, I guess. You know, I'm not a horse racing guy, so uh, <laughs> no, but... Um, so they brought in Six Point. We'll talk to Eric from Eric's perspective as the brewmaster. Um, what changes are going to be made within Six Point, if any? Maybe there's a collaboration. You know, I had asked Bill Kovalevsky a couple of weeks ago, maybe the brewmasters kind of get together and maybe come up with something uh, for 2019. Who knows? We'll see. But that's coming up just about 10 minutes from now. Uh, of course, Christmas is coming up the following, uh, the week after next, and then, of course, New Year's Eve. So my show's... Uh, for those uh, weeks, I'm actually taking some time off during the uh, uh, during the Christmas week, uh, so I'm going to be pre-recording a bunch of stuff uh, for those shows, and I may repeat some stuff, might not, but one of the things that I do want to do, uh, the top 10 beers that I had this past year, um, so I may end up repeating that segment twice, there may be some other things in there as well, we might rerun some interviews um, from the year uh, the Founders interview is one of those ones I'm thinking about uh, redoing because it's such a great interview uh, to have the guys in from Founders for two segments uh, and do more of a long-form uh, kind of thing. I wanted uh, to bring a new audience uh, to be aware of that, but we'll see. Anyway, some more beer news to get to before we get to our interview with Eric Bockley. So beer-loving college students, listen to this, have what, what some may consider the ideal career path available at New Mexico State. The Chemical and Materials Engineering Department offers the NMS Brew Comprehensive Program for students over the age of 21 who wish to pursue a career in the brewing industry. Uh, this is a radio station. I believe it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a TV station. KVIA says department head Dr. David Rockstraw, that's a great name, Rockstraw. Uh, notes the brewing lab and curriculum got its start several years ago to a great extent thanks to student interest and feedback. Program details are online at nmsu.edu and on the NMS Brew Brewery Engineering Facebook page. So um, obviously there are people that do go to school to become a brewer. Part of it is chemicals and stuff and what you're putting in the beer. So maybe this is a uh, career path you might want to go down. Uh, the good folks from Stone sent me a couple of cans of Enjoy By January 1st, 2019. So I'm going to try and get that beer in before the end of the year and hopefully get a review in uh, for next week's program. And as they say in the press release, what better way to commemorate a fresh start than with with an uber-fresh beer? This variant of our Enjoy By IPA series features innovative brewing techniques that give it a bright effervescence and a super dry finish, making it super easy and refreshing to drink. Makes for a great craft beer alternative to traditional bubbles. It's still blasted with enough explosive hop flavor to rival any fireworks display. Uh, Notes of citrus and peach before, during, or after the holidays just not too long after. Uh, while this beer is brewed not to last, here's hoping your resolutions are the opposite. One of mine is to lose a few pounds, which is kind of the standard one that a lot of people do uh, during the new year. But yeah, I got the doctor's report back. You know, listen, uh, the liver's a little fatty. Your blood sugar is up. Time to uh, start cutting back on things. Drinking is part of the problem. You know, sampling all these beers after a while, it, it does get to be um, a little uh, problem uh, problematic. But also the amount of food that I eat is a big deal, too. But nobody cares about that. Anyway, the Enjoy By one one nineteen IPA uh, from Stone is a 9.4% ABV. It's a 90 IBU. Lots of different featured hops in this. Um, Nugget, uh, Galaxy, Citra, Nelson Savon, Moteca, Helga, uh, Simcoe, Delta, Amarillo, Cascade, Galaxy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here. So uh, 22-ounce bottles, 12-ounce six-pack cans, or on draft if you can get it in the next couple of weeks to definitely try it. Um, juicy Brews. Boy, let me tell you something. Um, you know, and I had all this stuff written down, 
And where did it go? Well, you know what, folks? We have to find that before we talk about it. Um, the Juicy Brews event that I went to. And there it is. Now I found it. Sorry about that. Um, so last week, went to Juicy Brews. Actually, before we get to that, we do have a couple of minutes here. Before we get to that, one of the news story that I wanted to um, that I wanted to mention, and this is uh, we had talked about this a couple of months ago. Kelsey Grammer, uh, the actor, uh, has started to brew beer. So his Faith American Ale is now available in New York State, upstate New York, not down downstate in the city. It is a Belgian-style ale with the crisp, refreshing taste of a lager. That's the description of it. It's available in cans and on tap in stores and bars from the Hudson Valley to the Adirondacks and Albany to Buffalo. Uh, you can find it on tap at bars like the Excelsior Pub in Albany, the Red Jug Pub in Oneonta, uh, a couple places in Syracuse, Rochester, retail outlets uh, in uh, Scotia, Marcy, and the Green Hills Farm Store in, Syrac- in Syracuse. They're not sure, uh, the, the gentleman who wrote the article, uh, not sure where the beer is being brewed. Uh, the company is based in Margaretville in Delaware County. Um, he had, uh, Kelsey Grammer had been working for several years to establish the brewery on a Catskills region farm he bought near Margaretville. Um, let's see, the St. J. St. Pub in Schenectady promoted the beer's release last week. They published the event on Facebook. So, again, this is called Faith American, um, and, uh, again, Kelsey Grammer bought this farmland about 25 years ago uh, and wanted to develop a brewery on it, but the beer is not being brewed there, but it is available across upstate New York, Faith American Ale. So, uh, kudos to Kelsey Grammer, and uh, hopefully uh, he has some uh, success uh, with that. Now, uh, before we finish up our segment here, Hop Culture, uh, Kenny Gould, uh, and his fo- friends from uh, his folks from uh, Hop Culture. First off, I can't thank you enough, Kenny, for inviting me to the event last week. It was a phenomenal event last Saturday at Five Boroughs Brewing uh, in Sunset Park in Brooklyn. I cannot tell. I think I had one bad beer, and and by bad I mean it was a little too perfumey for me. Uh, didn't really like it. But a lot of peach, but very perfumey. Couldn't finish it. Um, but everything else that I tried there was phenomenal. 80s ski party. They had a DJ spinning actual records of 80s hits. I remember we were singing Hall and & Oates and a bunch of other uh, different things, Cindy Lauper and, you know, the whole thing. I mean, but it was really cool. And to see people dressed up in 80s ski outfits was super cool. I mean, that was a lot of fun. But there was so much other stuff there. There was a boozy ice cream stand. Um, you had food for purchase. The folks from City Brew Tours were there, which was great. Uh, a great tour. One of the stops was Five Boroughs Brewing. It was awesome. But let me run down some of the beers that I had there. That were phenomenal. Burley Oak Brewing out of Maryland. They had a Coquito Dream, but it was spelled J-R-E-A-M. It's a sour ale, 4.8% ABV, brewed with lactose, conditioned on coconut, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. This was fantastic. Everything you want uh, out, of, uh, out of the Coquito, uh, but in a beer. Um, Casey Brewing and Blending out of Colorado. They had a Blackberry Bourbon East Bank. It's a farmhouse uh, beer, 7% ABV, aged in bourbon barrels with blackberries. One of the guys there had told me to get the apricot one. I didn't feel like I was, wasn't in the mood for apricot. I'm glad I went with the blackberry. You could really taste the blackberry in this one. Cloudburst Brewing out of Seattle. This is the one that Kenny Gould had told me to, that I absolutely had to try. I had their double IPA. They call it Physical Challenge. Really a good, big banging um, double IPA and 8.8% ABV. Lots of good hop in that. That was very good. Uh, Five Burrows had three really great beers. First one that I tried when I walked in right out of the box, a dry hop goza called Sweaty Ski Suit, a 4% ABV, but really the tangerine flavor in this, a little salt from the, you know, with the goza. It was outstanding. Just a really easy... That's one I could probably drink all day long. It was that good. Um, Then they did a collaboration with Twin Elephant called Stomping Grounds. Twin Elephant had their stand right next to theirs. Uh, This is a 6.8% IPA. Uh, It's a double dry hopped uh, with a bunch of different uh, hops. Very, very good. And then they also did a collab five boroughs with Hop Culture. Uh, The Green Pow Pow. It's a double IPA at 8%. Had a little taste of that. Ended up buying four packs of both the Stomping Grounds and the Green Pow Pow to take home. Both beers, very, very good. Uh, Hacienda Beer out of Wisconsin. They had a double IPA called Infinity Gauntlet. Very good. Again, another just really crisp. Um, had that nice bitter bite to it. Very good. Hudson Valley Brewery. These guys, outstanding stuff. I had a beer uh, about a week or so ago. We'll get to it in Suds and Duds at some point before the end of the year. But I had their um, Amaphora. 
uh, a sour IPA. It's a 6% brewed with raw wheat, malted oat, milk sugar, strawberries, and vanilla beans, and then hopped with mosaic and El Dorado. Oh, my God. Really, really good. Sour, but still had that IPA uh, that you want, that bitter bite to it. Uh, Humble Sea Brewing out of Santa Cruz, California. Another double IPA. Magic Whale Babies. This was a collaboration they did with Magic Rock Brewing that I'm not uh, uh, that I'm unfamiliar with. Another one at 8% ABV. Uh, Kings County Brewers Collective. Creature from the Deep with Seven Island Brewery. An Imperial Stout at 10.5%. Unbelievable. The Madagascar Bourbon Vanilla just shined right through this beer. And by the way, I mixed it with some of the vanilla bourbon ice cream that they had. Oh, my God. So good. Uh, McKellar at uh, a City Field, great place. If you haven't been to McKellar yet, you got to get there. It's great. Uh, Barry Manaflow, kind of a play on Bar- Barry Manilow. Uh, Berlin Iron uh, Vice, 4% brewed with uh, blackberries and black currants. Nice, different change of pace beer. The best beer that I had there, though, from Ingenious Brewing out of Humble, Texas, Rum Barrel Bananas Foster, a Russian Imperial Stout, 12.5%. Brewed with banana, caramel, cinnamon, and aged in a rum barrel. Oh, my God. If they had this beer in New York, I'd be buying it all the time. Wow. Amazing. Ended up going back for a second taste because it was that good. What a great event. Kenny, you did a phenomenal job. Thank you again for having me. Uh, It was just, it was awesome. So much fun. Um, and looking forward to coming to one of your events again. What a great time. Cannot thank Kenny enough. Uh, and the folks at Five Boroughs Brewing for their hospitality. It was just a tremendous, tremendous day at, in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. When we come back after a short break, Eric Bockley, the brewmaster from Six Point, will join me. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 36 degrees. What's going on? We have The Answer. A tour bus driver is recovering from stab wounds following a violent altercation with another tour bus driver in lower Manhattan. Cops say the incident happened at Pearl and State Streets around 3 this afternoon when one of the drivers reportedly tried to make a turn but was blocked by doing so by a bus that was parked. The driver of the bus trying to make the turn got out and after angry words were exchanged with the other driver, allegedly stabbed him in the arm when he refused to move his vehicle. He then drove off. The other driver is hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. The Greater Flushing Chamber of Commerce is the first business group in Queens to come out in favor of congestion pricing. The group says the negatives of an underfunded transit system now far outweigh the potential negatives that will come with congestion pricing. The group says public transit needs millions to fix items like the reliability of the 7 train, which they say crawls through the borough, making thousands late to work. Some strap hangers in Queens say they like the idea of having drivers to pay extra to move about Manhattan. That money would be used by the MTA to keep buses and trains rolling. In sports, Giants lost to the Titans this evening, 17-zip. The Nets, well, they beat the Atlanta Hawks, which is some good news, 144-127. to 127. Knicks fell to the Pacers, 110-99. to 99, And the Rangers did lose to the Vegas Knights this afternoon in overtime. 4-3 was the final score. Traffic delays, you'll still see some at the Grand Central Eastbound approaching Astoria Boulevard due to the flooding here. The delays are backed up to the BQE. Other than that, pretty quiet on the BQE east and westbound. No reported delays on the belt. GWB in and out looking good. Holland-Lincoln tunnels, no reported delays. Weather for tonight, rain possibly mixed with some sleet. Lows around 36 degrees. Then for tomorrow, sunshine, high near 45. You now know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970, The Answer. Every year, you're asked the same question. What do you want for Christmas? Well, AM970, The Answer wants to give you a life-changing gift. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we're paying your mortgage or rent for an entire year. To enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, go to am970theanswer.com and join our VIP club. Then go to contests and sign up. Enter once per day to better your odds of winning your miracle mortgage money. Let us make your year. Join the AM970 VIP club and enter today. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as we talk with the experts about the latest news, politics, issues of faith, the culture, and entertainment. It's all about us. It's all about the truth wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. 
Tune in every Saturday at noon for Healthline with Dr. Bob Marshall, Ph.D., and get answers to all your health-related questions. That's Healthline with Dr. Bob Marshall, Ph.D., Saturdays at noon on AM 970, The Answer. It's Dennis Prager at 1, Michael Medved at 3, weekdays on AM 970, The Answer. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. Does it get any better than William Shatner and Christmas? I don't think so. Shatner Claus is the name of the album, and that's Winter Wonderland uh, from William Shatner and what is it? Todd Rundgren. Artemis Pyle doing that song. It's awesome. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Follow me on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram, at Gattulo. Uh, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Google Play and iTunes, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. Or just say to your Amazon-ready device, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And bingo, you can hear the show right from your Amazon-ready device. My next guest, he's on the train right now, so if we lose the connection, we'll get him back. He is the brewmaster and vice president of operations of Six Point out of Brooklyn, and the brewery just a few weeks back merged with Victory Brewing and Southern Tier Brewing, which is called Artisanal Brewing Ventures. That was created back in 2016. But let me welcome back onto the program Eric Bockley. Eric, how are you? Good. How are you doing? And thanks for having me on the show. You got it. Anytime. Now, Eric, we spoke a couple of months back, and to be honest, I never thought something like this could happen. Uh, how surprised are you that this merger took place? Uh, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, I've been part of the uh, the team that was looking into uh, you know potential opportunities for the company to you know continue to grow and have the resources we need to grow. Um, so I've been you know looking at these opportunities throughout most of the year. And so the deal is done. But short term, are, are have there been any changes? Uh, made into into regards on how the operations are run at Six Point, or is it all kind of still status quo? Uh, right now, it's business as usual. We continue to you know, do our innovation in Brooklyn, and we also brew in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. Um, we are, uh, you know, obviously looking at our resources across the board. With uh, joining and partnering with Victory and Southern Tier, we have a tremendous resource in terms of state-of-the-art brewing facilities and opportunities for, you know, continuing and scaling our innovation out of Brooklyn. Uh, we're talking with Eric Bockley. He's the brewmaster at Six Point. They've now merged with Artisanal Brewing Ventures, which is composed of Victory Brewing, Southern Tier, and now Six Point here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Um, so is the long-term goal, so short-term, it's still kind of business as usual, but the long-term goal uh, is kind of to have Six Point brew the majority of your beers out of your facility in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, so, I mean, Brooklyn's really the center for innovation for us. So we have a smaller-scale operation there where we function on a 20-barrel system. Um, we are building a new brewery in Brooklyn, and it will continue to be an innovation hub. And we've got, you know, the resources and breweries around us to scale up. We do quite a bit of volume overall, um, and we don't, we don't have the capacity to support that volume in Brooklyn alone. Right. And and what is the progress on the new building in Brooklyn? So is it, it are we, you know, 25% done, 50% done? How's, uh, how's things looking so far? So we're in the initial stages. We're targeting a Q4 2019 completion. So right now we're in site selection. I'm doing, uh, I'm in the proposal process for brew houses and equipment. Um, so we're really in the preliminary stages and just getting all our ducks in a row to, gotcha. to move forward for a Q4 target yeah because i mean brooklyn is such an exploding scene of beer i mean it's it's amazing how you know uh, i talked about um earlier in the show about how um san diego and the craft breweries put out a report about how over a billion dollars just in the san diego area was generated in 2017 alone and we're seeing so much great beer coming out of brooklyn and brooklyn becoming that kind of hot spot that people want to go to i think it's great that you've got plenty of opportunities in brooklyn to spread out your your product but one of the cool things I do want to touch on, and we touched on it last time, but I want to get more into it here, is your app that you guys have for Six Point that you can o- – this is the only way to get exclusive beer from the brewery. How has that uh, been so far? Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, we, we love uh, doing our monthly release program, and um, I think the response we've had from our, our customers, our fan base has been huge um, to – you know, seamless exchange interaction, buying beer through the app. 
uh, it's been really awesome for us and I think for our consumers overall. And we continue to do those releases monthly. We have our next release uh, this Saturday, uh, releasing three new beers. So we'll continue doing that through 2019. And uh, that's a, a, you know, a part of our system of operation. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. You guys are going with an app. I know that um, I think Killsboro Brewery on Staten Island does the same thing where they, t- they, they let people know when they can buy the beer and you can buy it from uh, a particular app. But you guys, it's an exclusive app just to you. It's not, you're not using a different service. It's your app. But what I love is the fact that um, it's, it, listen, we both know that parking is such a premium uh, in Brooklyn. I mean, you're taking the train to get to where you're going, and, you know, most people don't have cars, so it's very difficult for parking in and around breweries. I, I love the fact that you're able to order the beer and then you can pick it up at your leisure. The, it, it, do you find that people coming to the brewery love that convenience? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, a lot of our customers come on the day of our release and um, get their beer then, but we also have uh, alternative pickup days where they can come and get their beer as well. So we, we do build in flexibility, and we're definitely conscious of the fact that it's a commuter town, and it, it's not easy to get around all the time. Right. You can't just go on a whim and go get your beer, but you know sometimes it's better than others. So we build in that flexibility, definitely. We're talking and, uh, the consumer response has been great. We're talking with Eric Bockley, the brewmaster at Six Point. They've now merged with Artisanal Brewing Ventures. That's composed of Victory Brewing, Southern Tier, and now Six Point as well here on the Algatulo Craft Beercast on AM 970, The Answer. But, Eric, it's got to be cool now that your beer is going to be in more places. Obviously, Victory and Southern Tier have a wide distribution network, and so you're going to tap into it you know, as a part of that. Uh, so it must be exciting that people are going to get to try your beers uh, in uh, in places other than the New York, New Jersey area, that it's going to be more, uh, you know, of a nationwide phenomena as opposed to uh, more of a, I, I don't want to say local, but kind of northeast type area, right? Yeah, I mean, we we, we still continue to focus strongly on the northeast. Um, and we do have a pretty wide distribution footprint, uh, six point alone. But, yeah, it, it can only make things uh, stronger in terms of our network and uh you know, having a, a larger team overall in the market for our beer to represent our beer. Uh, so I, I'm, this is going to be a, not a two-part question, but having to do with something similar. So I asked this of Bill Kovaleski a couple of weeks ago about how, you know, the three breweries are merging together. And obviously everyone's going to ask, all three breweries need to do a collaboration uh, together and produce one beer. You, have you given any thought to that to say, all right, I want to get together with the brewmaster from Victory and the brewmaster from Southern Tier and kind of collaborate on one thing that we can all agree on and collaborate together? Have you given any thought to that? Oh, I'm always thinking about that. So I, I love collaborations first and you know, foremost. And I think uh, for me, you know, it's an honor to be working with Bill and Ron and Finn and Sarah. Um, and, you know, they're legendary brewmasters and it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm living the dream. I, it, it's great to be able to brew in the, the same family as them, and definitely a collaboration is on my mind, and I think it's a, a great way to you know, leverage and, and use the expertise of all our brewers and get them together because we all brew so differently, and that's the real beauty of a collaboration is bringing together you know, different uh, perspectives uh, to the brew deck. But if you had your if, – if- if your view was the, 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 the one that won out, would it be an IPA? Would it be something stronger? What, what, would you, what would you be leaning towards if you wanted to do a collaboration? Yeah, I think, I think you'd be in a, a hazy IPA realm or uh, in a, a sweeter, dark beer style realm. That's certainly you know, in the class of beers I generally brew and uh, right. you know, beers I love to brew. And is there and you know looking forward? Obviously, you, you guys are talking next year at this time to have the brewery open. Are there other things that you want to do uh, when the new brewery opens uh, in terms of you know maybe uh, barrel aging stuff or maybe something you know something of a different project, maybe sours or something like that that you'd want to do because you'd have a bigger facility and more room to work with. Yeah, definitely. So we have, uh, I mean, we do have a small sour program and a larger uh, uh, bourbon barrel program. Um, but expanding that program is definitely on the list. And, you know, as, as we speak, I'm getting emails on some fooders and cool shifts of doing some spontaneous fermentation. Um, in addition, uh, you know, creating, having a facility to create many beers on both pilot scale and larger scale and just driving home that innovation point. Uh, we do a lot of unique brewing in Brooklyn. I want to continue to, to push the limits and boundaries and build a facility around that kind of uh, concept and mentality. 
Well, Eric, I got to say, I'm looking forward to some new stuff that you guys are going to be putting out. And obviously, if you and Victory and Southern Tier all kind of get together and do a collaboration, too, uh, at some point next year, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. My guest has been Eric Bockley. He's the brewmaster at Six Point. They have now merged with Artisanal Brewing Ventures, which is composed of Victory Brewing, Southern Tier, and now Six Point, uh, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Eric, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all that good stuff. And hopefully uh, get a chance to run into you soon and we can uh, share a couple of beers. Oh, awesome. Thanks for having me, Al. You got it, Eric. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds. That's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder just wants to set the record straight. Obama, of course, has said that over and over again. We didn't have a scandal that embarrassed us. Sure, there were occasional mistakes and screw-ups, but there wasn't anything venal in eight years. Really? Operation Fast and Furious? Benghazi? What about the IRS? Both learner. Scandal-free? Okay. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know the majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Every year, you're asked the same question. What do you want for Christmas? Well, AM 970, The Answer wants to give you a life-changing gift. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we're paying your mortgage or rent for an entire year. To enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, go to am970theanswer.com and join our VIP club. Then go to contests and sign up. Enter once per day to better your odds of winning your miracle mortgage money. Let us make your year. Join the AM 970 VIP club and enter today. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am97theanswer.com. I don't know too many people who don't like the Beach Boys. I mean, really. They're a fun little a little pop band. They got it going there in the 60s. Some people who aren't fans of them, I don't understand why. How do you not feel good by listening to the Beach Boys? It's not like they played depressing music. But anyway, welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, final segment of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, uh, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. Of course, the final segment of the show, that's our Suds and Duds segment, where I tell you about the various beers I've had over the past week or so and let you know whether I like them. That would be a Suds. Or if I didn't like them, that would be a dud. Uh, so let's start off. Uh, my friends at Bolero Snort uh, did a collaboration with uh, Carton and uh, Teller. Uh, they call this one the Pre-Moo-Donna. Everything on Bolero's beers um, you know, has to do with uh, cows and mooing and all this other stuff. So this is a porter that they did that is supposed to taste like a carrot cake. And boy, let me tell you something. They nailed it. Uh, dark, cinnamon, nutty, that carrot cake kind of taste, but not overpowering. Uh, I really expected this to kind of hit me in the face, and it didn't, and I'm pleasantly surprised that it didn't. I love a lot of what Bolero has been doing lately, uh, but this collab with uh, Carton and Teller uh, and the boys at Bolero, uh, fantastic job. Guys, you did great. 
This is a great, great beer. Uh, if you're looking for a change of pace, maybe an after-dinner beer, this is definitely something to consider. Uh, and then over Thanksgiving, I had the, uh, from Lord Hobo the uh, Glorious. Um, got to spend some time with my neighbors for Thanksgiving. Um, and this is just a really nicely done pale ale. Great hop. Good with turkey. Uh, good with pretty much anything. Um, actually, we'd probably go good with a nice bowl of chili. So uh, definitely something to consider. Lord Hobo now getting into New Jersey, New York. Um, definitely something you want to check out if you're looking for a change of pace. Dogfish Head, I had mentioned this on the show a couple, uh, back, about three, four weeks ago. And they had come out with a holiday pack, uh, some of their different IPAs in there. I think they had the 90-minute uh, in there, and then a couple of uh, offshoots. I think the 6090, and then two variants. And one of them, uh, both of them actually, I got a chance to try. Viniferous IPA, uh, and both of them wine, kind of wine-oriented. Um, it was really good. The great must in it made a difference in taste. Very subtle, um, not as piney as you would expect. It kind of muted uh, the um, uh, the bitterness in the beer, so it made it go down a little bit smoother. Uh, again, a nice, uh, I don't know if I would drink this with dinner. I think this is more of like a uh, an appetizer kind of beer, or maybe for after dinner, but very, very good, the Viniferous IPA. Just a, just a really nice job uh, from the folks at Dogfish Head. Then I had the... Um, we had after dinner, we had a Backwards Bastard from uh, Founders Brewing. Let me tell you something. That's a great beer, but you got to let that one warm up. It's definitely one you want to share with friends. You can get it in a 12-ounce bottle. You don't have to drink the whole thing. You can kind of split it up into a couple glasses. But it's definitely a beer you pour, you let it sit for a few minutes, and then you start sipping it slowly. It's definitely one of those ones you can enjoy by the fireplace um, and kind of drink over a long period of time. And listen, if you you know... You're home alone and you're sitting there and you want to relax and you want to have something that's going to last you for about an hour or so, definitely something to consider, uh, the Backwards Bastard uh, from Founders Brewing. Before that, though, we had the 61, which was the other beer in the holiday pack from Dogfish Head. Um, I didn't like it the first time I drank it a number of years ago, and maybe because my palate really wasn't ready for it. But again, I think this time around, the fact that the wine is present a little more in this one did it for me. Maybe the, the, the last one that I had... Um, maybe was, uh, you know, just kind of aged out and just wasn't good enough. But uh, I did enjoy the 61 from Dogfish a lot better this time around than I did uh, a number of years ago. Um, what else did I have here as we continue on our Suds and Duds segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970? The answer, a chocolate milk ba- baked stout by Sloop Brewing. Um, my good friend Buddy Watson, who uh, we trade beers off from time to time, brought me this one. Very different. Sweetness, chocolate, oatmeal. It's an interesting combination. Usually, you're drinking an oatmeal beer. You're not really getting a lot of sweetness out of it. Um, uh, But this one was a little different. So that sweetness kind of blended in with the chocolate and kind of enhanced the oatmeal a little bit. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. That was one that was another good uh, slow sipper. Here's another one that Buddy had gotten me that's really good. These guys, Fat Orange Cat Brewing, they're doing... A fantastic job with their IPAs. All cats are gray in the dark. First off, I love the can artwork. But, of course, the artwork on a can can be fantastic, but the beer could be terrible. And that's not the case with this. Um, smooth, silky. It's a white stout. So it pours, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, an amber color. So you're kind of thrown off a little bit if you're not used to drinking white stouts. But, boy, I'll tell you, this was so good going down. And, again, like I said, smooth. Nice and, you know, it, it just one of those where you probably should sip it slow, but I ended up sipping it a little bit quicker uh, than you should. But very, very good, buddy. Excellent job. Uh, Sam Adams Winter Lager. Uh, again, the folks from Sam Adams have been sending me a few beers, some of the Oktoberfest stuff, stuff some of the winter stuff. So I uh, got a chance to throw the winter lager in the refrigerator. And uh, this is good, traditional, good for a cold night. Um, spicy, but not from a heat perspective. Spicy in the fact that the, the spices in the beer. Um, this is another one of those. You're hanging out with friends, maybe you're having some cheese and crackers. Uh, maybe you're having a little bit of, um, I don't know, you know, just some just some kind of appetizer type of stuff. I, I, this is this is probably good beer with uh, with a burger or whatever. But um, definitely something that I would be drinking uh, while eating appetizers. I don't know if I would necessarily be drinking this beer. Um, with uh, with dinner, but uh, a really good one uh, from Sam Adams. Appreciate them, and uh, thank you for the uh, for the beers there. Uh, Carton also did a tap takeover um, a few weeks back at uh, Paragon Tap and Table, and it was great. I got to run through a number of beers that I haven't had 
uh, from Carton, which I thought I had had most of their beers, but I haven't. Uh, started off with a Sakura, perfect beer. Uh, cherry flavor is subtle, but good, nice. Uh, just, I-, I was looking for something that tartness to kind of start the night off, and that was an excellent one. I uh, had the Smash the Golds by Teller and and um, and Carton. This was a great lager. We don't see a lot of good lager. You know, I mentioned in the first segment of the show about lagers and how breweries are starting to make them again um, because they're an approachable beer. And so, you know, you got Founders with Solid Gold. you got Firestone with their lager. Um, this is a great beer by, uh, um, by Carton and Teller. Outstanding lager. Could crush it all day long. It's the right beer if you're looking to drink something uh, with, with, you know, that doesn't have a high ABV. Um, Fed Ma- uh, Fat Mad Monkey uh, was a collab between uh, Carton and I think, was it Interboro? I think it was with Interboro. Another good one, Super Smooth Going Down, uh, was excellent. Had a Sam 1 uh, by Carton. This was one of the few Carton beers that I, I wasn't blown away with. Uh, drinkable. But not my favorite. If I, you know, obviously you have a choice when you're doing a tap takeover. This is not one that I would pick. It was something that I wanted to try because I hadn't had it before. Uh, you might like it uh, more than I would. Um, definitely not something I would go back uh, and have again. Just uh, was kind of off uh, with me. And then the last one that I had in my little sampler that I had from Carton, a Brett one. It was all right. Again, two beers, uh, surprisingly, uh, from Carton that I was kind of like, nah, all right, you know. If it was the only thing on there and it was a local beer, I'd probably drink it, but uh, would I go out of my way to get it? Probably not. As we continue on here, Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And then uh, finished off with a couple of others uh, from Carton. Tangled Up. Uh, This was good. Sweet, blueberry, uh, really nice. Again, another kind of sour, Goza-type style uh, beer. Very good um, from Carton. And then had a Long Island... Uh, beer Project, Higher Burning, another great IPA, very juicy, very delicious, uh, just knocked it out of the park. Uh, and again, most stuff from Carton is is really right in my wheelhouse. I love what they do. I mean, you can, man, I could drink boat beer all day long. That's how good, you know, the boat beer is, and that's their, their biggest seller. But there's a lot of other stuff that Carton does. Um, that you really need to try, that they knock out of the park. And for the most part, the tap takeover, a big success uh, for Paragon Tap and Table. But i got to get down to Carton one of these days because um, they got the new uh, the new building open. I want to go check things out. And, of course, regular coffee is going to be coming out right around the corner, probably sometime uh, in early January. But, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Eric Bockley from Six Point, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This is the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. <laughs> 